Welcome back, folks. We have been on a bit of a hiatus, but we are back and ready. 2022. Here again, <laughs> the Inside White Center, everybody. Welcome back. Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah for all the all the all the holidays. Happy mm-hmm. holidays. Happy everything. Everybody. It has been a long time. Uh, a, a really long time. Yes. When I really think about it. There's a lot of. Life happens, but, you know, we circle back. We're here. We're mm-hmm. happy to be here. Did you have a good holiday, Lisa? Yeah, it was great. Great yeah. to be with family. Um, we're all trying to be safe, mm-hmm. um, but still important to make time for your family. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's one thing about, uh, uh, like, I feel about the holidays, like, even with the, as a kid, <laughs> you know, you think, oh, yeah, gifts are, like, you know, trees, lights, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, uh, as I got older, like, it's kind of like the difference when, you, as a kid, you don't like potato salad, and then, like, oh, you know, no, somebody <laughs> took a long time to make that potato yes, salad. Yes, you appreciate the little things <laughs> yeah, more. Yeah, exactly. So, like, going to mom's, mom and dad's house and just, like, just kicking it with mom and dad and my brother and just eating mm-hmm. and chilling. Yeah, it's just lovely time. Lovely time. I will say I appreciate getting socks more now than I did as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's because the sock demons always, always yeah, exactly. take, them, take them away. Like, then they only take one sock. <laughs> they never take both socks. I'm just like, I need this sock. So I'm going to school with a church sock and a regular, regular black sock. What are we doing? <laughs> Well, for people who are tuning in for the first time, um, allow me to introduce us again. We're Inside White Center. I'm Lisa uh, Wing, and this is... Frank Johnson, everybody. Um, So we're basically a small group who comes together. Um, We want to share this platform to highlight White Center stories, the community, resources, knowledge. We're just a collector of mm-hmm. White Center stories, really. Mm-hmm. And individuals who are making changes, who have made changes and impacts on the community. That's what we do. Exactly. So, yeah. Without further ado, we are going to introduce our first guest of the year. Happy New Year, Miss Gloria Briggs. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. And Happy New Year's to you guys as well. Thank you so much for having me here this morning. Of course, of course. Uh, for those of you who don't know, and Gloria, please correct me if I'm uh, if I uh, say this incorrectly. Uh, you are the program manager for the uh, local services for King County. Yeah, I am a program manager for King County Local Services, and I'm managing the participatory budgeting program that we're doing in unincorporated King County. Yes. So we're launching um, participatory budgeting in five different areas, and White Center and North Highline is one of those areas. Perfect. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that's actually the biggest thing that we uh, that's the talk about today. Yeah. This is like this this money that the, the government is letting the community like yeah. kind of this that's kind of like the basis of it right the your the, the, voice your choice yes. that's their motto oh i like yeah. that i like your that too voice, your choice oh my goodness um before we get into that we do want to know who is gloria briggs can mm-hmm. you tell us a little bit more about yourself your connection sure. with white center um my name is gloria briggs i am uh i identify as black brown melanated being yes um, i use <laughs> pronouns uh she her uh, I come from ancestors who were enslaved Africans that were brought here uh, to America through the transatlantic slave trade. Mm. Um, speaking, have some commonality with Frank. I have family that has ties from Louisiana. That's where my grandmother was born and raised at. Come on. Family kind of migrated uh, to the West Coast uh, during the 30s for better opportunities. Um, I've been raised predominantly on the West Coast, uh, Northern California. I was born in Berkeley. Um, migrated here to the Seattle area in the late 70s 
and was raised um, within King County, South Seattle. Um, and some of my childhood favorite memories were actually in the White Center uh, neighborhood. Come on, yeah. uh, I can remember the first luau I ever attended. <laughs> it was actually at one of our family friends. So witnessing the family running around, chasing the pig and, you know, <laughs> the putting the pig in the backyard. That was right there in White Center. I'm about you know, that, yes. Uh, raised my children uh, in here in Seattle. So, you know, we grew up going to the Jubilee days. Uh, my daughter was an electronet. So nice. She, uh, yeah, so she was in the drill team in the parade. So a lot of fond memories um, for the area. And like I say, it's just always, it brings a very rich sense of culture to me. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that I really appreciate about the area specifically. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Well, thank you for that. Thank you so much for that, Gloria. That's that's one thing I love it when I get when we get to talk about like what like people's experiences and why so because I know my experience, yeah. you know your experience, we all know each other's experience. But hearing but, other people, <laughs> hearing other people like the like going to a luau or like going to uh, chasing after like, the pig. After <laughs> that the pig was or... my first luau too. So <laughs> I could love you imagine like as a kid, yeah, you know, just the excitement, you know. And it was actually it was a wedding. That, oh, nice. we were, oh. that we were attending it was my parents really close friend and just seeing that and being exposed to that that was just so valuable to um you know just to your experience as a child just being able to have those different type of experiences and also too i was my parents were witnesses jehovah's witnesses mm-hmm. so i grew up in a very like eclectic and diverse um you know just surrounding and so that's one thing that I really love about the Northwest and specifically about uh, White Center area. Perfect. The diversity. The diversity, the cultural aspects that, 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 engulf this place (laughs) it just overflows us with so much like just experience food just all the all of the all the all of the things that makes a complete balanced (laughs) Mm -hmm. not balanced Mm -hmm. breakfast but balanced community in terms of like especially when it comes to use too because just going if you're looking at it from like an outside in if you just go to one place of just one color don't get me wrong there's nothing wrong with that but also at the same time you know open open up your mind to perspective not everybody works the same way not every culture works the same way not every ethnicity works the same way and i think it's really important for child for children um at a young age to be exposed to different types of cultures and in an authentic setting for sure and when it comes from your parents bringing you to their friend's home that's different yeah definitely you know Mm -hmm. it resonates differently you know because they're like family for us Mm -hmm. (laughs) exactly that's how that becomes you sit Mm -hmm. down at the dinner table (laughs) it's it's like you family now Exactly. 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 Well, um, in yeah, turn- so lots of um, go ahead. Oh, oh no, no, you're good. Please continue. Good. Oh. No, no, no. Okay, cool. Um, uh, so in terms of just you know growing up in the community and uh, all the different places, how, how did uh, how did you get into the work that you do and like and you no know, go ahead and uh, fall back on what are you what are you doing now? I kind of got into the work. It's really funny because I've only been here with um, local services in April mm-hmm. of this, actually March of this year. In a few more months, it'll, I'll be here for a whole year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, in the middle of a pandemic, I completely had a, it was just a moment of just trying to, I just had to reevaluate. Mm. Um, prior to um, last March, I worked for Seattle City Light and I love my job. I was an energy analyst, okay. um, worked underneath Craig Smith, um, doing a lot of great work there, but 
you know, just like everyone else in the middle of the pandemic, when you're locked in and you're quarantined, it makes you think, Yes. you know, and I just was really just having heart conversations with myself. Am I really, truly walking in my purpose? Mm-hmm. You know, and I come from a background where when I moved back to Seattle, I had left here for about seven, eight years when my kids were younger, when they were first, they, they were actually born in California. And then I brought them back here for school. Okay. Um, when I came back, I had to kind of restart, you know, cause being gone from a city uh, for seven, eight years, you can kind of lose connections, you know, and then here I am, I'm a single mother, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm raising my children and um, my best way to get back connected was to be involved, gotcha, gotcha. you know, so it, it started with schools, you know, um, my children and being how, in school, being an advocate within their school. And how many, say that again, how many, uh, how many kids do you have? I have three. I right now I have two adults. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my oldest, Ariel, who graduated from Chief Self in 2010. There you go. Then I have my oldest son, Troy, who graduated from Cleveland in 2013. Okay. Then I have a senior right now at Rainier Beach High School nice. um, who is going to be walking those doors. The last of my babies there will be graduating go. this year. That's so exciting. I, I'm not new at this. <laughs> I don't so, want to give away my age, but yeah. I'm, not, I'm not new at this. I've been doing this. So just wanting to be involved in community. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a really good experience. You being from the Central District, you'll appreciate this. Um, but just being um, at one of a community, I uh, was at a community event and I was volunteering as usual. It's a was inside like a little family secret. They say I was a professional volunteer because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was volunteer for everything. <laughs> I know but um, I was at a event at Douglas Truth Library. Okay. And this little lady walks up to me, just as cute as I could be. She was bossy. <laughs> and she said, you. I said, yes, ma'am. She said, you. Write my number down. I said, huh? She said, write my number down. I said, okay, what's your name? She said, D. Charlene. I said, okay, D. Charlene. She said, Williams. She said, yeah, and you're going to come here and help me next next Saturday. I said, yes, ma'am. You know, but just having relationships with people in community who mm-hmm. have paved the way for us and who have done just tremendous work, it, it motivates you yes. to do more. Yeah. It inspires you. You know, and I was very fortunate to be able to be around individuals such as Misty Charlene Williams to, you know, show me that way. This is how you stand up for community. This is how you advocate. This is how you show up. Yeah. And if you truly want to make a difference, this is what you do, you know, and um, just who I am just internally, um, you know, how I was raised just my family's history, legacy. It's it's a natural mm-hmm. to want to be there and to serve uh, within community. So. I'm doing all this within community, but then day to day, I'm still serving, you know, doing my energy analyst work, but I just felt unfulfilled, Yeah. you know, and I have worked on a couple of different um, community development, um, you know, organizations served on the board, um, served in local PTSAs, and it was just the universe and energy just aligned me. And one day on a Saturday, I saw this job posting mm. and it was like participatory budgeting, come in and you can unincorporated king county yeah and i was geeked i was like what you know (laughs) you know because i had a conversation like three years ago uh with council member germai and he had mentioned participatory budgeting in that conversation and i wrote it down on a notepad and i didn't know what it was and after that conversation i went home and i delved deeper into it Mm -hmm. 
And then I started learning about it and I was like, wow, this is transformative. You know, like, yeah. oh, they're taking millions of dollars and look at what they're doing in New York and the community is deciding how to spend it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just kind of delved myself into it. And also um, when I was over at Light, I did work uh, within their equity um, core team. And what we were doing at Light was we were studying King County's equity, um, their equity and strategic plan. Mm-hmm. And I saw that wording in there, participatory budgeting. They're trying to figure out how we're going to, you know, bring those type of opportunities to community. And just based on my knowledge of what I had been researching and um, my past experience of community advocacy and organizing, I applied for the job and I got it. Nice. And it just, it um, sparked a whole nother fire in me. You know, I think because I am a person who is so embodied in community. Mm -hmm. Um, I've lived in these communities. Um, You know, I've raised children in these communities. My family lived in these communities. And I just really felt like, wow, this is, this is a line for me. This is my dream job. This is a job that I would not only do well at, but I would thrive at. There you go. You know, and so that's how you guys got me. Perfect. Oh, man. We so, Thank you. That's, that's inspiring. <laughs> like, I'm over here thinking, what's my purpose? Yeah. Like, I love community, too. And I think you're right. During the pandemic, so many people had, like, more time to reflect and think, like, hey, what am I doing? How how can I better myself? Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad mm-hmm. you found that, Gloria. And we're so happy you're doing this work. Thank you. The um, Since we're... Since, the uh, just to kind of reflect, not to reflect, the fall uh, fall back uh, on what you're saying. So the the um, what is it? Participatory budgeting. So this was something that they're already doing in other states. Is that is that yes. correct? And so now yes, they have they've done it in New York, uh, Chicago. They've been doing it for about 10 years here in the U.S. Okay. Um, participatory budgeting, it actually started like in the late 80s in Porto Alegre, Brazil. Okay. That's where it originated from. Okay. And then it has kind of spread. Are you guys familiar with like the process of participatory budgeting? No. Uh, what that entails? Yes, please go ahead and enlighten enlighten us and for all our listeners because this is going to be, you know, uh, this is going to be definitely a, De- directly a, related to White Center. Exactly. And so, yeah, well, but just for budgeting, it's a democratic process where actual community decides how to spend funds. OK. And in this process, um, Kim Nong and his group of uh, other um, White Center North Highline representatives, they have been designing the process of how we'll do it for the past six months. Okay. Um, PB has five phases. It's our design process. And that's where you have a steering committee that comes together. And in this, in the, in this instance, we took five, it's a total of 21 people. Okay. Um, and they compromised of the areas of White Center, North Highline, five from there, five people from Skyway, five people from East Federal Way. Then we have three representatives from Fairwood and East Renton okay. that make up our steering committee. Right. Um, Something that was is really interesting too about the steering committee is it is ninety five percent BIPOC um, members. Nice, and that was very intentional mm-hmm. um, because this work is really framed around trying to um, just center and uplift the voice of people that have been marginalized and mm-hmm. normally don't show up in these type of spaces. Yeah. Um, so that outreach, you know, was done very intentionally. Um, and I would say I'm really, really proud of that. Um, just to see we have 
Um, I think it's a total of about 10 different languages that are spoken um, by our committee members. Mm -hmm. um, we have people from various different lived experiences. Um, it's just an amazing group of people. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of um, just, I could just see the passion that each and every um, person has within the committee. And also too, I can just see, um, you know, watch out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, yeah. because these are some really brilliant minds, mm -hmm. you know, that we are, um, you know, just basically giving them resources and, you know, they're, they're coming up with like what we have now, the yeah. past six months and Kanan could speak to this. The past six months has been hard work. Yeah. They have really, you know, just been um, showing up, making really big decisions. You know, they've allocated the funds um, over in white center. You guys have, uh, I believe it's 3.3, 3.3 3 million for capital improvement. And you have $600,000 that you guys will be also um, allocated for programs and services. Oh, so, my goodness. That's a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, we, we will get more into that um, a, a little bit later. But yeah. oh, back to, I was giving you guys the um, the processes of yeah. um, PB. Mm -hmm. So you have the five stages there. You have your design process where you have the steering committee that they're basically writing the rules of how you would engage and how you're going to implement PB within your area. Okay. So they were looking at things like um, who can participate, you know, um, right now it's, you have to live, eat, live, eat, live, work or worship in that area in order to be able to participate. And then they also have some age restrictions. I believe it's the age of 12 um, in your area. Okay. Um, so who can vote, who can submit an idea, mm -hmm. you know, those type of things. That's what the group were um, putting together. They've also really detailed a, um, they've done their own community engagement and outreach plan. So that kind of is what, what brought me here today is that was the idea of, you know, the white center and North Highline members is, you know, this is how we're going to do outreach. This is how we're going to get the word out. So they've created their own communications um, and engagement plan with community. And that's really, really, to me, that's dope, you yeah. know, because who can tell you how to engage with community better yeah. than community? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It was kind of like a no brainer, you know, that's awesome. Um, so we had the design process, then our design process just recently wrapped up um, at the end of December. So we are moving into our brainstorm and idea collection phase. Well, we'll be bringing it to you um, to the community to submit ideas. How would you want to spend this, these funds? You know, you're going to have different ways that you can submit your ideas. Then towards March, April, we're going to have a group of people, the CIBC and proposal advocates. They're going to look at all of those ideas that were submitted by community mm -hmm. and they're going to vet them. See, you know, they're going to look at them based on the community needs list that you guys have already been working on in community. Where does this lay out here in this community needs list? And they'll vet it for feasibility and see which actual ideas can be turned into a proposal. Then they'll select, I believe White Center chose to select 30 to go onto ballot. Okay. And then we'll bring that back to the community and the community will have an actual vote on what they wanna fund. So you guys are given the idea of the projects that you wanna see funded. Mm -hmm. Then you guys are working on vetting, you know, those uh, projects to see if they're actual feasible. Mm -hmm. We're gonna get them on the ballot and then the community will actually say the vote, you know, if the community, your voice, your choice, you guys are going to vote on what you want to fund. And we already have the money allocated. It will be funded. 
So this could be very transformative, is, um, very is, transformative work. Is there in terms of how many people uh, who submit proposals, are you guys like taking, are you guys basing it off of like how many people can join based off how much money they're asking for to support their uh, uh, their uh, initiative or their idea? Or is there a select amount of people that can be on the ballot? If that may, is that if that's a that, you mean uh, proposals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, in the end, it will be it, you. They will, you know, it may end up with you may get three hundred ideas submitted. Yeah. You know, those ideas submitted will be, um, you know, looked at, analyzed, and then those ideas will be narrowed down to at least I believe it's thirty that they're going to put on a ballot. Gotcha. Oh, wow, that's thirty proposals 30 on a ballot. Pro- nice. And so you can only choose from uh, those 30, from those one 30. out of the yeah. 30. Yeah. Don't, and then two, I need to verify exactly. I need to look in the guidebook to mm-hmm. see exactly how many number, what number of projects they want to put on the ballot for a white center. Gotcha. So I will confirm that. Okay. Kim Nan can confirm that. He knows that. <laughs> that was his decision. <laughs> how many? 20. Ah, 25. Gotcha. Okay. Good guess. <laughs> cool. <clears throat> um, so going back, so White Center was approved for a good chunk of money. Um, how much was that again? Um, White Center it is 3.3 for, for um, capital improvement projects mm-hmm. and 600000 for programs and services. Okay, so there's a difference between like that first big chunk and then the smaller chunk and how that you can like submit um, a request, but there's there's a difference between the two, correct? Yes, so for the um, capital improvement funds, those funds can be used for anything that needs to be built or replaced, such as like buildings, sidewalks, bike lanes, mm-hmm. park landscape, um, technology, infrastructure, play structures, anything that and it should last at least for 10 years so those are like capital improvement projects and then the six hundred thousand, that money is actually coming from the marijuana tax revenue and that money can be used for almost anything um early childhood development programs after school programs job training um building maintenance uh food supplies art supplies if you guys want to do a community um you know event fair it uh, capital investment that doesn't not that doesn't have um, as much uh, restriction as the capital improvement funds. Gotcha. So a wide variety of that. Gotcha. And so individuals, organizations um, can apply to this as long as you work in White Center, live in White Center, right? And worship. Yep, live, worship, work, or worship in White Center. Gotcha. Got it. Do you think, uh, uh, like, well, not do you think, but like in terms, who do you want to engage most into this into this program, uh, and and why? Whether it be culturally, um, program wise, like, like who would you want to engage most in and put in proposals for this? Yeah, well, from a program perspective, um, you know, King County wants to engage communities that have been historically underrepresented in these type of um, steering committees and budget decisions. Mm -hmm. So hence, that's why, you know, our steering committee is 95% BIPOC, just starting with that, because we want them, that starts with the community voice, For sure. you know, because these individuals that are part of the CIBC, these are community leaders. 
these are people in community. These are people doing the work. These are, you know, people that um, have those connections, but just have not been placed in these type of opportunities to have that voice and to make those decisions. Yeah. So, you know, it, it started, it's starting with the way that we made up our steering committee and just building out from that. And then I know from, you know, the community investment budget committee, as far as like their goals and values, they're leading their work with racial equity. Mm -hmm. And I know Kamran can speak um, more on that, but like specifically working with white center, you know, they want to focus their process and investments on things that are solving for anti-displacement, mm -hmm. you know, helping youth, um, economic development, um, building culturally relevant community spaces and services, um, looking at healthcare. Um, and when it comes to like the marijuana revenue, they're the same thing. You know, they want to look at anti-displacement services, youth services, economic development, culturally re relevant services, um, advocacy for expungement, um, direct service, you know, for different types of things. So it's very intentional um, with the outreach and, you know, who we're trying to um, get involved. Mm -hmm. And that is really going to make, that's what's going to make this process success, yeah. community involvement. You know, and that's why I'm really excited um, to be here is just to get the word out, you know, let you know, this is where, you know, they've been working diligently behind the scenes for the past six months, but now... CIBC, we are here, White Center. We are here, <laughs> bringing it to ready you. To mobilize. you know? and, <laughs> yeah, we want grandmas, we want our grandpas, we want the elders in the community, you know, we want our youth in community. We want all community involved because yeah. all your voices matter, you know, and it's really important to hear, you know, my perspective as a community member, middle-aged, you know, woman, my what I see the community may need. An elder may see something else. Yeah. Youth may see something else. So it's really important to get all people from various different backgrounds, ages, you know, to be involved in this so that we could combine, you know, um, you know, all of the ideas and just see what the real needs are out there really coming from real community. I like that. We need to get Pat. I'm Pat Thompson. Um, Pat Thompson, if you if you're listening from wherever this you are, this one's for you. This, uh, one's, this one's calling for you. you. Hey, yes, well, uh, yes, Foundation. We need to hop on that. <laughs> we'll, so, talk, yes, we'll, um, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> so, Gloria, yeah, and this is a huge opportunity, you know, to have funding where you could bring programs, mm -hmm. where you could bring services, create a new community, you know, event, or, I mean, it's the possibility. I have seen so many great. Um, things come out of PB, mm -hmm. um, specifically when it comes to serving community needs. Because yeah. like I'm saying, even like I explained to you with the community engagement plans, community knows best. Yeah. You know, and when you present them the opportunity, they, they will come, yeah. you know, but when it's, this is a process that's set up where we already have the funds. We're not asking for your opinion, you know, or anything. We're going to make this really happen. Yeah. It's not just a survey. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're not asking you. We're not asking you what you like to eat. We're actually have the food. We're asking you because yeah, what, we want to yeah, feed you. Yeah, what do you want to spend this money on? Yeah, yeah, and it will be spent on. Yes, yes. Oh, so how do, if someone has an idea, like they have a really good idea, they want to bring it to the table. Do they go online and uh, submit something? Do they go to a building? Yes, we will be using a site, publicinput.com, still working uh, behind the scenes diligently in an expeditious fashion to get this up. It will be up by our first info session date. Our first info session date will be January the 19th. It's going to be a virtual Zoom event. 
Um, our King County Executive Dow Constantine um, will be in attendance uh, just to give the support of PB in unincorporated uh, areas of King County as well as council members. Um, you will have the opportunity to submit uh, through publicinput.com. We're gonna have a telephone number. Um, we're also gonna be having um, pop-up events where you'll have um, a paper form where you could submit um, an actual um, idea. Uh, what are some other ways, Kim Nong? Kim Nong. Check, check, mic check. I'm not sure. I'm going to borrow your mic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think those are wonderful starts and resources i think the other ways is just we're going to have some um other info sessions where we could provide more um we're going along this and kind of blazing new trails so those are the ones that we've identified and we're hoping that as we continue on we're going to have more opportunities to do it through paper for for communities that are not too uh much uh, th that don't have access to too much technology mm -hmm. um another opportunity is to actually just go with maybe an ipad mobily with some mobile sites to have people submit ideas um but we know that folks are gathering at places specifically in different types of communities and intentionally you want to be able to go to them as opposed to them having to come to a um, environment where they might not feel comfortable in or used to to going so we're just thinking through where everybody congregated in white center you know where they hang out where they get together and every we we all have our our rhythms by our community and where we go our so, hubs, our hubs. <laughs> so th those are those are the the ideas for now but hopefully the main one will be the website and and our info sessions awesome i love that well, from a county perspective, Gloria, what do you think the community needs to do or needs to do to ensure that, you know, especially after this whole after uh, after uh, PB really starts um, starts making move proposals are being inputted, you know, things like that. What do you think the community needs to do to ensure that the that that the government stays consistent in listening to what we want? Like is, show up. Mm -hmm. Say it again. Show up. Come on now and show mm -hmm. out. <laughs> show up, mm -hmm. you know, um, because people don't really, you can underestimate how powerful your voice could be. And when you organize community, you don't realize the power, the real power that you have. That's where the power is at. You know, when yeah. you have community get together and you all get on one accord and, you know, your voices are being heard. You know, that's where the real transformation comes from is by you guys vocalizing, you know, this is what we want, you know, and participate in the this opportunity. If this opportunity is has a huge success when it comes to community participation, this is one step. This yeah, is one process. For sure. This could be something that could be done annually. Mm -hmm. You know, the marijuana tax funds, those that will keep coming, yeah. you know, so we can keep you know, that, that process running with those funds. But as far as capital improvements, that can be even more, you know, and it's just really based on community engagement, mm -hmm. you know, really making this an authentic, you know, community-led process. And, you know, I think that we've done really great work, you know, thus far, getting us to this point and just moving forward. It's just, you know, let's just keep showing up in the spaces that and opportunities that we have and, you know, take advantage. You know, we have idea collection. You 
you you'd like want something new in your community come tell us yeah. <laughs> you know tell the cibc because that's what they're there for you know is to listen you know put this opportunity in front of community let's as a community vote is what this is what we really want let's do it it's funded we're implementing it yes it's not going to be any you know a lot of paper you know things in between that's slowing it down it's going to be implemented very quick that's even part of my job is watching and i'll manage the portfolio of investments mm -hmm. that have been identified from this process and i will watch them from the design stage until they are actually completed perfect. so full accountability on our end perfect and also too i just want to just say um i'm really proud of um my division that i work in in local services mm -hmm. um within the past year um, just looking at like the makeup of our executive office, mm -hmm. um, you have me um, and I'm managing our community investment committee. We have David Daw, who is somebody that's actually from community. He's done a lot of work um, in the White Center area. Um, you have Hugo uh, Garcia. Yeah, you know, he's shout part of, out. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's part of our team. Most recently, we just um, also hired another, um, you know, person from community, Khadija Jackson, who's handling our um, van coordination uh, over in the Skyway area. We even have Malcolm Lee, who's from community, who's our program manager um, that's handling the Skyway Community Center. But just, you know, that right there, that says a lot of just the work that, you know, our director is doing um, just to bring change to local services and to the community. And that also just gives you background on who's serving your community. Yes. You know, you have real people that come from community in these positions that really get it. And I think, you know, that that is a huge and valuable, um, you know, thing within itself. Perfect. So kudos to my whole team because I don't do this alone. CIBC doesn't do it alone. You know, we're kind of all in this together. CIBC is leading it, but we got a powerhouse behind us. Come on, come <laughs> on. And they, and this, to the community, this is like the biggest, this is like, you know, our parents used to tell us closed mouths don't get fed. Exactly. Literally. Yep. We, they <laughs> literally, they want to feed us, you know what I'm saying? And we want to feed ourselves. So this is, I, I just love that, that you guys have been managing and, 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 and developing this uh this opportunity for the communities to really think about what they want to make better within their 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 home within within the place that they live and for the other people that they that surround them and the businesses and whatnot and this is just i i, I i'm ecstatic i'm so i remember this is the people's budget is mm -hmm. your voice and your choice yeah, I think that's really what we're trying to amplify. I don't think that people understand how big a deal this is because mm -hmm. I know people have great ideas. This is your chance. Money makes mm -hmm. it happen. Uh, yeah. And you just got to ask, like you you guys we were all saying, you mm -hmm. just got to ask. If you have mm -hmm. an idea, you have a group of people, you want something, you know where to go. Chris, <laughs> yep. be. is there any, um, uh, uh, before we uh, 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 close up, is there any key dates that we should be, looking out for um, in terms yes. of process or like what, what you guys will be coming out with and you can go ahead and write those down and so we can let our listeners Yes, know. I'll give you three key dates for the month of January. We'll start off with our info session kickoff event, which will be a virtual event. And that's Wednesday, January the 19th from 6 p.m. until 7.30 p.m. 
We'll have our King County Executive, Dow Constantine, present as well, with local council members uh, present also. Then we have a next meeting Wednesday, January 26th, um, from 5 p.m. until 6.30 p.m. And then we have Saturday, January 29th. We also have a virtual info session at 10 a.m. February, that's when our idea collection events will open. Okay. And so look for the opportunity to uh, submit ideas. And then we'll have our vote um, towards the end of May. Okay. And also, too, um, one thing I do want to mention, um, we're going to be having opportunity, more volunteer opportunities to engage um, community. Mm -hmm. um, I know that White Center, uh, North Highline, there's going to be an opportunity for a PB ambassador. This is basically to bring on, and this is would be a paid position to bring on another two to three members um, to just help with the communications and uh, the outreach efforts of um, the PB process. Then also too, we're gonna be looking for uh, at least five proposal advocates from the White Center area and proposal advocates will be looking at the ideas that are submitted and helping us to um, vet those ideas and to narrow them down and to get them on the budget. Gotcha. So those are um, two different opportunities where um, you know we're still looking for community members to be involved. So stay tuned and stay put. We'll keep you posted on those um, opportunities as well. Fantastic! Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, Gloria. Uh, that was uh, amazing. Just you're just an amazing person and your team. Uh, we're just really grateful for this opportunity and the work that you guys do. You guys hit it, heard it here first, folks. Uh, particip uh, participatory budgeting, CIBC, they're going to be, they got money. You guys have ideas, you know, put them out there when the time comes uh, and uh, just get ready to, uh, let's, let's make some changes. Let's see, where, let's see where this goes. This is a really exciting opportunity and I'm really excited to see how far how far it's going to take and where it's going to take our community so thank you so much for being on the show with us today gloria it's been an amazing pleasure amazing pleasure yes thank you so much gloria you guys are very welcome <laughs> it was it's a pleasure to meet you guys don't forget your voice your choice your, your voice, voice your, your choice. choice i think that's going to be the name of our the name of the thing yes your voice, <laughs> your choice awesome well, thank you so much, Gloria, for taking the time out of your busy schedule, I'm sure, um, talking with us, sharing more knowledge. Um, this is an amazing opportunity for our community, and we look forward to the changes that are coming. Yep. And um, this is Inside White Center. Thank you, folks. See you next time. See you next time. <laughs>